Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live as always out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois. Also on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. So thank you for being with us on this Thursday evening. Like we always say, plenty to get through. And really, that's always been the case at this time of the year. Postseason in hockey and basketball and Major League Baseball regular season. So tons to get through. We got Josh Applebaum in 15 minutes going to be joining us. He's VEASAN's betting reporter and he always tells us the biggest market movements meaning where's the sharp action going in some of the biggest games and it's very important to see it tonight because we've really been at a steady pace with the spread for both the Sixers and Heat game and the Suns and the Mavericks contest so we'll see which side Josh is leaning toward for both of those respective games throughout the NBA and then if we have some time We'll throw in some hockey and some baseball with our guy, Josh. Same goes for Will Hill. I know he's going all over the place. And I saw earlier that he had some interest in some season win totals for the NFL now that we've seen these schedules be released. So maybe if we got some time, we'll sneak that in there with host of the New York City cast, Will Hill. Then end of the show, 45 minutes from now, I do got one play on the diamond. We'll talk about that. And then we'll also give you a preview for that White Sox game as they host the Yankees, the hottest team in Major League Baseball, winning, I think, 15 of their last 17 games. We'll see what the White Sox with their ace, Dylan Cease, can do tonight and the angle I would look to approach for betting that game. 
But let's go ahead and begin giving you my two cents in terms of the basketball game tonight and hockey. I just want to go all over the place with the postseason really events that we have to look forward to. And I got a couple plays, but first I want to just tee these up. So beginning with the Suns in this Mavericks game, man, I I'm just so tempted to look to bet Phoenix in this spot. But by all indications, based on how we've seen them perform on the road, it's not really pushing me to the counter to making the play as an official bet. I mean, they're laying to the money lines at minus 129, totals at 211 and a half. And I know we're going to talk about this more with Josh Applebaum when he hops on. But if you look at the betting discrepancies, the percentage of handle and bets for tickets placed, you know, a majority of it is on Phoenix, yet the line really hasn't moved too much. So that probably is telling you that some of that sharper attention is taking the points with Dallas to get another dub here at home against Phoenix. But to me, Phoenix is still far and away the better team. They have more depth. They have more trustworthy offensive talent. If Booker can't get it done, you got Chris Paul. If Chris Paul can't get it done, well, you have the big man threatened DeAndre Ayton. And you have three-point weapons in Cameron Johnson. Mikhail Bridges plays great on both ends of the floor. It just seems mind-boggling that Phoenix can't even keep it close on the road. Now, Doncic is a stud in himself, one of the best players in the NBA, and Brunson tends to play a lot better at home. I understand all of that, but you would think at some point Phoenix, with as good as they were last year and heading into this year, that they could crack the code. But obviously we haven't seen it. So I think I might just wait and see if there's an in-game bet that presents itself here. If it's kind of a back-and-forth effort, I still think you'll get a good line here on Phoenix considering they're just a two-point favorite. But I want to see that they can actually hang with Dallas and that they're not going to be playing from behind from about eight to ten points for a majority of it. Because at that point, well, then it's not worth it. But if they can keep it close, maybe get a lead here and there and just go back and forth, then I can have some conviction in Phoenix to pull this thing out. As for the first game, Miami and Philly, I mean, we want Miami to win because of our series bets, but again, home and road type of series. Miami has looked awful on the road, can hit threes to save their lives, and we saw what Philly did down in South Beach. I don't know. This series is so confusing. I mean, it's not really confusing, but it's just like, how can Miami continue to shoot that poorly on the road? I'm hoping they can figure it out tonight. The line has gone up, actually, to two and a half in favor of Philly because we saw it at two all day. Very short total at 2.07. Can he get James Harden to have the game he did in game four? Can he get Danny Green to shoot lights out once again? Or can the Heat make the necessary adjustments that we saw back at home for game five? That's what you got to ask yourself if you're looking to bet it. Again, not really eager to bet anything in that game because I think this one is just all over the place. And who knows what to expect out of Miami on the road. And since I'm rooting for them, I don't really want to go against them here. But there is, like I said, one play that I am making, and this is going to go back to that later game with Phoenix and Dallas. So I was looking through these props, and nothing with the generic type of props really stood out to me. But at Bet Rivers, a cool thing that they've been offering is the head-to-head -head props. Who's going to score more? And we talked about the Jordan Poole-Dylan Brooks one, and Brooks only had, what, like 12 points, but I think Poole had like four. So luckily we stayed away, but it did seem like it was too good to be true. And I was looking through some of them again today, and I don't necessarily think this one's too good to be true, but I still think it's a very good angle that we can cash in on, hopefully. DeAndre Ayton and Jalen Brunson. They have this as a betting option. You can go head-to-head -head who you believe is going to score more points between the two. Jalen Brunson's a favorite, minus 130. DeAndre Ayton, if you believe he's going to score more points, it's even money. 
Now, Brunson has outscored DeAndre Ayton in three out of the five games thus far in the series, and they've all been the last three consecutive games. They both scored nine points in game two, so they tied in that one, but Ayton did outscore him in game one with 25 points. But what's important here is the home and road discrepancies like it has been for the overall outlook of the series because both games in Dallas, Brunson has outscored DeAndre Ayton. Now, Brunson this series overall is averaging 18 points per game. At home, he's averaging 23 points per game. He dropped 28 points one game on his home floor and then 18 the next. Now, he went 17-38 at home in those two games from the floor, both combined, so he's shooting 45% on his home floor. He's shooting 36% on the road, 18-50 of 50 from the floor. Looking at the side of DeAndre Ayton, look, DeAndre Ayton can go off on any given night, but more consistently, Jalen Brunson has been that lethal threat, and especially, like we said, at home, where Ayton on the road, he's averaging just 15 points per game in this series. He got 16 and then 14. Overall, he's racked up 17 points per game. He got 25 in game one, then nine, then 16, then 14, and then 20. So Brunson in the last game barely got him by one point, but he still got you there and would have cashed you the bet. Now on the road, he's still shooting a really good spot here, 54% because he takes high, really just quality shots, short mid-range type, 13 to 24 on the road compared to 24 to 39 at home where he's shooting 61.5%. And even against Dallas, I mean, Jalen Brunson really had their number being against the Suns, but Aiden had a bad game where he had not, uh, eight points way back in the beginning of the season and then 19, but Brunson's been really consistent against them. He dropped 19 points versus Suns in the regular season and then 18 twice on the road. Brunson, for whatever reason this postseason, has been coming alive at home, and I think despite laying minus 130, if this series keeps going on the same path, the same trajectory, then we can bank on Brunson having more scoring opportunities and hopefully scoring more than DeAndre Ayton. So give me Brunson to score more than Ayton, minus 130. That's all I got for basketball, but I do got one playing hockey that I want to squeeze in here really quick, and I'm very tempted to get involved in a few games here. I mean, the Oilers against the Kings. The Kings as a home dog is certainly tempting. The Lightning and the Maple Leafs, obviously intriguing. That's been going back and forth, and what is it? The Lightning have a 16-0 record in the postseason after a loss. It's incredible, but maybe they're due to lose. I don't know. I'm not touching that game. The game that I am playing is going to be the Minnesota Wild and St. Louis Blues game. Now, Minnesota did me dirty in the last game, right? They blew that lead, and then the Blues came through and won. And honestly, I think that's enough momentum to really consider a bet on St. Louis once again, but that's not the direction I'm going. I'm looking at the total for this game. Now, 6.5 is pretty much the consensus, but earlier in the day, there was a lot of juice on the under, north of about minus 120. Right now, the under's minus 113, the over's minus 105. I bought this thing down to 6, actually, and I laid minus 130. Now, I get a lot of people don't like to do that, and it's not something we recommend doing on a consistent basis, but just for that security of a potential push, I'm fine with laying a little bit more here to get it at 6 and to bet that thing over. Now, the over-under record with it being set at six for this series is 3-1-1. One, and one. So it's gone over three times, stayed under once, and it's landed on six one time as well. Game one was the one game that stayed under, and that was 4 nothing, and the Wild got blanked in that spot. And what's also kind of a boost for this, and typically is when you're betting overs, is the empty net goals, right? There have been four empty net goals in the span of five games in this series thus far, and you still just got to consider the top-tier offenses that we're seeing 
on both sides, right? Minnesota's got a great offense. St. Louis right up there, and they play exceptionally well at home. What's also interesting to note is how dominant these teams have been in the first period. They've scored more goals in the first period than the second or third. They have combined for 12 first period goals so far and have gone over the one and a half first period goals in each game as of this point. Now, I'm not going to bet that. I mean, they're taxing you on it north about minus 150. But I do still think going the full game over the total of six is a viable option. Again, I wouldn't go too crazy if they're making you lay like 140 or above. Probably not worth it. Maybe just go over six and a half at that point. But I'm willing to lay minus 130 to bet this game to go over six goals. Again, it's been a high-scoring type of battle. We've seen it come alive right away in the first period, and I think that's going to persist in this matchup once again. So I'm betting over six goals, minus 130 for the Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis Blues. Again, that's the only play I got in hockey tonight. The other games, very, very tempting, but also... Very unsure of what to expect, especially with that Lightning and Maple Leaf series. I, uh, series. I mean, you know, history is telling us that Tampa Bay's do, but who the hell knows at this point? And the Oilers are so untrustworthy themselves, and based on that momentum, you would think the Kings would be worth the value at home, but they still have enough talent to win, and they should win. So, again, I don't know what to do with those games, so I'll just stay away and focus on the total going over for Minnesota and St. Louis. And then, like we said, for basketball, we're just rocking with the one play tonight. Jalen Brunson to score more points than DeAndre eight. Tell you what we got in baseball later on in the show, but we'll also get more insight from Josh Applebaum. Vison's betting reporter going to be joining us right here on Rush Hour, so stick around. We'll go all over the place with our guy Josh right here on Rush Hour. It is Vison, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta. CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. After six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. And the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here, and for only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from right now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it. It includes Adam Burke's daily best bets in Major League Baseball. Jonathan Von Tobel will have his top plays all the way throughout the NBA Finals. And don't forget, Andy McNeil will be breaking down all the action on the ice throughout the Stanley Cup postseason. Plus, we'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage and not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, which also features daily best bets email, 
every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59, and you can be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at vsin.com slash spring. That's vsin.com slash spring. Okay, welcome back to Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host here out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook at Danny Burke Fiber. You can follow along on Twitter as for VEASAN at VEASAN Live on the tweets. Time for one of our favorite segments of the week as we welcome on VEASAN's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum, who you can also follow on the tweets at Josh underscore insights. Also on Betting Across America and host of the Market Insights podcast. Josh, it is quite the night to look forward to. We've got basketball, we've got hockey, and we've got baseball we'll try to hit it all with you here um i was kind of teasing this game already and i was like this is the perfect night to have josh on because you look at this game for example with the suns and the mavericks and a great tool you can use at visa is looking at the percentage of bets and handle and you know the last i checked josh it seems like a lot of it's on phoenix but this line really hasn't moved it's great to be with you. Happy schedule day. It's a huge night in Boston. The Bruins are up against it. Don't get me started on the Celtics blowing it last night, Danny. Uh, but one thing to get me excited, Patriots go to Vegas week 15. I'd love to get out there for that game. Going to be a great time. But looking at this one, Danny, you're totally right. You stole the words right out of my mouth. This is a line freeze situation here on the Dallas Mavericks. I'm looking to take the Mavericks plus the points. What's notable to me and how you can use a lot of these VEASAN tools to your advantage is we're going to give you the actual real bets and dollars coming from, you know, legitimate sports books here. So as you mentioned, super lopsided play to the Phoenix Suns right now. They're up three to two. They're minus 750 favorites to win the series. Dallas plus 500 if you think they can come back and win the next couple. But Danny, you mentioned it. 87% of bets right now at BetMGM are on the Suns. So anytime you see heavy lopsided betting, Typically, if you open, you know, minus two, you're up to minus three, you're up to minus four. That's normally what we see when you have such lopsided betting because the odds makers take in such liability. They got to move that number to entice betting on the other side to mitigate some of their risk. But as you mentioned, Danny, this is not, that's not happening here. Despite almost 90% of bets here on the Suns, the line open Suns minus two, it stayed minus two. So why hasn't it ticked up? That tells me you have line freeze liability on Dallas tonight. I'll look to back Dallas in this one. I'm going to wait, Danny, see if, you know, by 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, can I get a two and a half? I think this line will only go up. I'm, I would be surprised if it goes down. If I can't get the two and a half, I'll take Dallas plus two. And then also, Danny, really sharp under here. Unders of around, cashing around two-thirds of the time in the playoffs. It opened 214. It's all the way down to 211. Really good low bets, higher dollars to the under. And unders, again, have been great so far in the postseason. I'm just wary of, has it moved so much we're getting the worst of it? I'd lean under, but at 211, you really wish you got a better spot. But Danny, I could we could have made this a very short segment. 13% of bets on Dallas tonight and the line didn't move. Give me the Mavs here plus the points. <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd be leaning that way, my man. Well, how about the game before that then? I mean, Miami, Philly, talk about home and road splits once again. And this is very similar because you're getting a spread right at two. I mean, two and a half is where we're seeing it now in favor of the Sixers. And another short total, 207 is where we see it at Bet Rivers. Look, I mean, based on what we've seen, you would think Philly comes through, and it maybe, I guess, appears that there's a late line movement going that way, but where did this thing start, and where has it continued to gravitate toward? So it hasn't moved a ton, Danny, but I'm going to go Philly on the money line here, and the reason why, you've seen home teams, number one, do so great in this conference semifinals. They're 15-5 and five against the spread, and if you look at just favorite straight up overall on the money line they're 50 and 19 in the playoffs, 72 percent that's a pretty good win right here you're having a return on investment of around 10 percent 
with these favorites straight up. So that would lead you to lean on the Sixers here a little bit. In terms of the line movement, pretty much open, minus two 76ers. Some twos up to two and a half. Some two and a halfs have stayed two and a half. But really, it's never gotten down to one and a half. That's what I take from this line move, Danny, is that it's only leaned toward Philly. It hasn't leaned toward the Miami Heat. And you look in the series, home teams are 5-0, and oh, uh, and the covering and winning every single game. So I'll take Philly here. I would, I'm looking at them to win this one, Danny. Maybe go back to Miami and lose it. And this is another underplay here. It's a very low total. You see an opener of 208, and you say, hey, you know, these are NBA teams. We'll get 100 points each out of, out of them, maybe even more. But it's actually fallen. That 208 is now down to 206 and a half. Danny, earlier today when I was doing betting across America, that was 207. So further movement toward the under. I'll lean under, but my play here is uh, Philly on the money line. Shop around, around a minus 130. All right, Josh, let's flip the script. Go to the ice, talk some puck. I know your Bruins are in action tonight. I'll get your thoughts on that momentarily. But first, we got to talk about just one of the craziest series we've seen in some time. And I know it's early, but it's just really been absurd. And it's the Tampa Bay Lightning and Toronto Maple Leafs. And Tampa Bay is now up to minus 134 on the money line. Toronto's plus 114. Total we're seeing is at six and a half. What we've seen based on that trend, what, after a loss or like 16-0 and are the Lightning? I mean, you would think they're the play, and I, I totally get it, but it seems hard to lay this much with Tampa Bay. But again, I, I'm just staying away from it, so why don't you tell everybody how we should bet it? Well, Danny, one thing you can do if you're not, you know, looking at laying a minus number with, uh, you know, the Lightning or taking plus money with the Leafs, maybe the over, you know, open at six and a half. It's really juiced up over minus 115, minus 120. Our colleague Andy McNeil at VEASAN has talked about how Vasilevsky is not really, you know, that, you know, shutout kind of goalie that we've seen in the past. He's given up some goals. You know, both teams are scoring goals. We've seen overs in the playoffs this year, Danny. It's been incredible. They're 25 and 13, 66%. You're used to these low scoring games in the playoffs. Not the case. So maybe you go over there. But Danny, I tell you what, you know, I'm a system-based guy, and there are two systems in all of sports that if I have a match, I got to play it. One is Army-Navy playing football together. Take the under. It's ridiculous win rate here. The other one is Tampa Bay awful loss in the postseason. You mentioned it. Over the last three seasons, awful loss in the playoffs. The Lightning are 16-0. and So I got to play this line move. It's moving in favor of the Lightning. They open like minus 120. The late movement's creeping them up closer to minus 140. Another thing, Danny, desperate teams, awful loss. If you're in the playoffs, you lose one game, it's kind of that zigzag type situation. The next game out, you're 13-9, and winning almost 59% of the time. So I'll go uh, Tampa Bay Lightning here. Imagine, you know, again, t uh, the, the Leafs could win this thing, but if the Lightning win and you didn't play that 16-0, to me this is just a, you know, play this really good system match. Fair enough, my man. All righty, let's get to it. Your Bruins tonight needing a dub here. They're minus 118 as the home favorite. Carolina, plus 102. Totals at six and a little bit of the juice to the under, minus 124. You back in your boys or are the lines telling you otherwise? I'm back in my boys, Danny. If they're losing, I'm losing. I'm going down with the ship here tonight. <laughs> and there are rumors that this could be Patrice Bergeron's last game, hints of a retirement or maybe going to another team. So I'm, I'm already getting teary-eyed over here. I'm, I'm thinking about Brady leaving me too. Don't leave me Patrice Bergeron. But Danny, to me here, it's this bounce back system. We mentioned it a second ago, but coming off a loss, you're winning at a pretty high rate in the playoffs. Also, if you have experience, you're off a loss and you, you've been in the rigors and the wars of the Stanley Cup playoffs before, you're even better here, around 62% historically. So uh, some of these bet percentages from BetMGM, Bruins are only getting 33% of bets. The public's saying, hey, Bruins are done. You know, grab the Canes and the plus money. Now, the Bruins did get up close to like minus 125, Danny. They're ticking back down a little bit now. So maybe there is some money, you know, grabbing the plus money here with the Canes. But you have a, a veteran team off a loss. Home teams are 5-0 and in this series. 
I'll take the Bruins to, to give me don't don't let my season end tonight, Danny. Give me a win tonight. I'll see what happens in game seven. I got the bees tonight. Let's get a win. <laughs> Fair enough, my man. All righty, before we get you out of here, we got about a minute or so remaining. Got to squeeze in one baseball play. Rangers, Royals tonight. Texas minus 139 is the favorite. Other side for KC catching plus 120. What are we thinking here? I'm going to take Texas here, Danny. And again, they've been real bad for really long, but they're 12 and 17. They've been somewhat respectable so far this year. This is a pretty good line move toward Texas. Texas open around minus 120. They're getting closer to like minus 140 at this point. My angle here, Danny, number one, a good system, uh, non-division home favorites. They're about 60% this year. That would match with Texas. And then also, you look at lefty-ready splits. Casey's facing a lefty tonight in Hearn. Casey's one and six against lefties. They're four and nine on the road. They're six and 15 as a dog. Texas, six and four their last 10. Casey, three and seven their last 10. I'm going to lay with the Rangers here. See if we can get a, a Rangers spot to come through for us. All righty, Josh Applebaum, folks. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights and I'm betting across America and host of the market insights podcast throughout the week. Josh, as always, thank you for making some time. Best of luck and best of luck to your Bruins this evening. I know you're going to be sweating that one out, my friend. Drink your Dunkin' Donuts, pop your Sam Adams. Let's go bees, <laughs> Danny. We need a win. All Boston, baby. Classic Josh Applebaum. Love to hear it. Again, follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. Great coverage all around. Again, he does write-ups also at vsan.com, and we mentioned the betting splits. Really great tool for every single sport, so make sure you check it out at vsin.com. Okay, coming up next, we got another guest hopping on, Will Hill, host of the New York City Cast. He'll talk about the Yankees as they come here to the south side, taking on the White Sox. We'll get more NBA thoughts, and we'll squeeze in some hockey. So stay with us. Will Hill joining us on Rush Hour. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get them available, and you'll get set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. All righty. Well, speaking of CityCast, we got to bring on a fellow CityCast host to Rush Hour on this Thursday evening, and that being Will Hill, host of the New York CityCast. You can follow Will along on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Well, I know you got plenty of thoughts on the NBA games tonight and also a play in hockey, but since we're doing a little Chicago-New York crossover here, let's talk about that baseball series we have to look forward to beginning tonight. On the south side, the Sox taking on the Yankees. You got your ace for the White Sox, Dylan Cease, going against Gill for the Yankees, who's making his season debut. Steam went to the White Sox, coming back down a little bit. Uh, what are we thinking about this matchup this evening, my friend? Well, I'm going to talk a little trash here because you guys got your ace going. We got our number six going. So it's about a fair fight with the way the season's <laughs> gone so far. We're trying to make, we're trying to give you guys a chance. Uh, look, the Yankees have played really well. I was higher on them than the market to start the season. I thought the bullpen would be better. I thought the defense, which was a disaster last year, would be a lot better. And that's one of those things in baseball that's, you know, it, it, hitting runs, you know, it's, it's a subtle thing. It's hard to measure at times. You think of a team, you think of the rotation, you think of their lineup. You don't, you know, often think of their defense, but the Yankees 
uh, much improved defensively, I think, at every position. So, uh, again, good bullpen. If you're the Yankees tonight, you just try to get this game, you know, into the sixth, seventh inning, 2 2, uh, and you try to win it with your bullpen. The lineup's been really good. And look, Judge has been incredible. He's making more money, at, you know, every single day, every single at bat. And I think, you know, the sign of a good team is a different guy seems to carry them every, you know, other week, every other series, whether it's Torres lately, Judge has his moments, Rizzo's had his moments. So, uh, Yankees have played well here. I think plus 125 on them is uh, is pretty good value. I know you know the White Sox have been pretty disappointing. Uh, it's early. It's a bad division, so they have time to make it up. But uh, a lot of injuries, a lot of swinging at bad pitches. Uh, I'm sure you know just as well as me or, or better than me that uh, it hasn't gone well here for the White Sox. Yeah, look, I'm going to be honest. If there's a game the White Sox have the advantage in this series, it would be this one. But because of, like you said, Will, how dominant this Yankees team has been in the fact they're giving you this plus money against a White Sox team, that bullpen does have issues. I completely understand the rationale from looking at that side of the Bronx Bombers, but should be a good one to get that series kicked off. Uh, speaking of series that we have plenty of interest in over on the hardwood, Will, Tell us about your thoughts in tonight's affair between Miami and Philly. I mean, can the Heat finally close this thing out? Because they've just been shooting terribly when it comes to going down to Philly. And we see the spread at about two and a half, very low total at 207. How did you look to handicap this game? Uh, I like Philly. I do think we'll get a game seven. And it amazes me, Danny. As many games as I've watched all these years, it's amazing with pro athletes, the NBA playoffs, how important home court is, how important, you know, the yeah. situation desperation is where it's just that simple of who's home and who needs the game more, you know, Philly's down 2 0. they need game three and game four. They get them comfortably uh, game five. Miami now needs to win. They get that comfortably. It's amazing how much these teams, you know, shoot better at home as opposed to on the road. Uh, I would expect home court to continue kind of rooting for a game seven. I do think Philly, look, they got to get a better performance out of Embiid. I think Embiid got hit early in that game. You know, he went down grabbing his face. He didn't want any part of that game afterward. Uh, I think he was a little gun shy. Obviously, Harden didn't duplicate his performance from game four. Uh, that being said, Philly, like you said, shot better at home. Miami hasn't shot well on the road. Uh, no reason to, to think that wouldn't continue tonight. I'm on the Sixers tonight. Look, might as well just lay the money line. 132, why get involved with the two and a half? Just take it on the 132 on the money line. Now, look, Will, if this trend continues, then, and I don't want to say anything's an auto bet, but are you pretty much immediately considering bouncing back on Miami? I mean, based on what we saw last game, you got to think the spread's, of course, not going to be this narrow. What do you envision it being? And then what would kind of be, you know, your length that you would be willing to lay potentially with Miami at home if it goes to that game? It would probably be three, probably be about three in the market. You know, Vegas is telling you these teams are about equal, you know, home courts about two and a half, three ish. And that's what these spreads have been ever since Embiid came back. And I wouldn't rule Philly out in a game seven, just because the way you look at it, at least the way I look at it, if Philly wins tonight, you go into game seven, throw out the two games without Embiid. These teams would have played four games at each other uh, against each other, full strength. And Philly would have won three of them. So people look at it and say, Oh, it's three, three. Well, if Philly wins tonight. They've won three out of the four Embiid games. So you'd have to take that into you know, consideration as well. So uh, we'll uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I do think we'll get a game seven and you know, hopefully get a few game sevens. We didn't have any in the first round. I think between, you know, the NHL, the NBA, we're set up for a hell of a sports weekend. We could have, uh, you know, game sevens all across the board here.
Well, yeah, and we could see one in this next series unless the Suns have something to say about it. And we see Phoenix is a two-point favorite tonight, Will. Another short total, but this one at 211.5. I mean, I get that Dallas has enough firepower to keep up for a couple games, but, man, I, I just feel like Phoenix is due to show that they are still this dominant team that we saw cruise through the West last year. They just have so many more weapons offensively, it seems, yet they, again, get some kind of flu when they played on the road against Dallas. Do we see that continue once again, or do they finally overcome that adversity, if that's what you want to call it? Yeah, I'm with you. I got a feeling Phoenix breaks serve here. This is another series where home team uh, has won every game. Home court has held serve. I just think Phoenix, look, game three, Chris Paul turned the ball over, I think, seven times in the first half. That was kind of fluky. Game four, Dallas hit, I think, 14 threes in the first half. That's kind of fluky. Like you said, Phoenix is the much better team, the much deeper team. I could see a scenario similar to the New Orleans series where, you know, it was back and forth uh, in terms of the series, then game six, close game, and Phoenix just down the stretch kind of puts the nail in the coffin. Uh, I would expect Phoenix to win a close game tonight. And again, you want to lay the two or just, you know, you can lay some $1.25, $1.29 ish on the money line. That's the direction I would go. I like Phoenix. Now, well, there's not really any value here, but I feel like that game that we saw out of the Warriors last night is potentially a telltale of what to expect or really what you can or can't rely on per se with this Warriors team. So for example, what I'm getting to is the Western Conference odds at Bet Rivers still has Golden State as the favorite, minus 106. Phoenix is even money, and I'm not saying, hey, go just take an even money bet right now. But if that's gonna be the upcoming series potentially with Phoenix and Golden State, based on just really how Golden State has played in this series against Memphis, I mean, doesn't that really not give you too much confidence in them? And I'm not saying Phoenix has been that much better, but Golden State, again, they have these shooters, but they just have not been consistent whatsoever. Hey, anyone can go out there and lose by 55 points. You know, a basket here, a basket there. No, I mean, that was a total no-show. Uh, look, the Warriors, if they're going to play in the conference finals, somebody's got to find them first. Not only last night, but I thought game four was a no-show. I mean, they just kind of, they've been yeah. playing with their food here. And I think I'm guilty of this. I think a lot of people are guilty of this. Just writing off the Grizzlies, hey, you know, it's natural. It's their best player. They probably weren't the better team anyway. But if you look at the record, I think they're 20-5 and five this year without Morant. Yeah, the, the win last night. And I think three of those five losses were games where Grizzlies sat starters. So I think it's like 20-2 and two where they, sit, they, they play all their guys and they don't have Morant. This is probably a deeper team than some of us expect, uh, probably a better team. So, um, look, I wouldn't count Memphis out tomorrow. I would take them probably to cover. Uh, to get back to your original question, I think this is Phoenix. I, I think we're looking at a rematch of last year, Phoenix, Milwaukee. I just think, you know, Golden State has a lot of places to attack defensively, whether it's Poole. Clay is not prime Clay defensively. I mean, he is not the, the stopper he used to be. Curry's an underrated defender, but look, he's a little older. He doesn't have the size. So I just think the Suns are, you know, better, deeper. They'll have the seventh game at home. They'll have home court. So I, I do think we're looking at a rematch here. Yeah, and I'm with you, man. I mean, Clay Thompson, not the same since his injury, really on both sides of the floor, and they need him to step up. I mean, Jordan Poole has been great, but, you know, to expect it out of a young guy like that, inexperience is a tall order for him. So, yeah, I think I'm with you there, Will. Probably and Draymond can't make a Phoenix. shot. Dr Draymond, it's like playing four shoot. and five. He, yeah, it's, it's really bad. I mean, they're just leaving him wide open. Yeah. Man, I mean, he's a great facilitator, but you're right. At some point, at least maybe consider taking a wide-open mid-range. Like, how bad has it gotten? I don't know. It's odd, my man. But, hey, Will, I know you got one playing hockey tonight. We got about 45 seconds before we get out of here. Looks like you're dabbling into the danger zone, at least what I consider that, because this series has just been crazy with Tampa Bay and Toronto. How are you looking to play it tonight? 
I, I bet the lightning. I just think this series is destined for a seventh game. It's been so good, so entertaining, so back and forth that I do think we're going to get a seventh game. Uh, I would expect Toronto to ultimately win it, kind of get off the schneid. This team has been cursed. This franchise has been cursed. I do think they win the series, but I do think we're going to get a game seven. Look, it's Toronto. It's never easy. So I did take the lightning here. And I'm crazy. I bet the under six in the Bruins Hurricanes. I, I don't know how you bet an under in the NHL playoffs, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to do it. It's been crazy, the overrun lately. Man, no kidding. But, hey, if there's a series to do it or at least a game between those series tonight, I think I'm with you. You'd probably have to go under between the Hurricanes and the Bees. But, yeah, good Famous luck last words. that one out. Oh, no kidding, right? I feel like every other time we have you, you look to bet something that's just going to torture you. But, Painful. hey, Will, uh, hopefully we get it to come through for you. Thank you, as always, for making time, my man, and keep up the great work on the CityCast. All right, DB, vsin.com slash podcast. Check it out, guys. Appreciate it. You got it. And you can also check him out on Twitter at not the Will Hill. Big shouts to Will for joining the show. Like you said, sweating that under bold move, but hey, doesn't mean it ain't the right one. All right, coming up next, we'll go back to the diamond. I got one playing baseball I want to talk about, and I'll add my two cents on that Yankees and White Sox matchup. So we'll talk about that, and we will revisit the two plays I had at the beginning of the show in our final segment here on Rush Hour. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. It's Stanley Cup playoff time and Bet Rivers has a special offer throughout the entire Stanley Cup postseason. Throughout all the postseason, you can place three same game parlays of $10 or more on each round and, well, you'll receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. You can think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions do apply. See our site for details. Create your ideal combo with same game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at betrivers.com. All righty, final segment is upon us here on Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us. You can follow me on Twitter at DannyBurke5. Also, big shout out to our guests for joining us, giving us some nice picks, hopefully, throughout the course of tonight. And we're looking to continue that on because I got one play in baseball this evening. Still very salty. Our over didn't go last night. There were six runs throughout the third inning, and then we pushed on eight. 
It's all right. I'll save that rant for another day. But I want to get back in the mix and get involved out on the West Coast with this Dodgers and Phillies game. It's catching my attention. Kind of a short slate tonight, so slim pickings, but I did like this game. Now, it opened with the Dodgers about minus 135. Philly plus 125. You saw it go as high as Dodgers mid minus 140s, meaning like minus 145 or so. Right now at Bet Rivers, it currently has the Dodgers minus 139 and Philly plus 120. Total opened at eight, still remains at eight. The juice is on the under minus 118. And well, look, the Dodgers you could be getting at a relatively decent price considering they just lost two out of three on the road against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now the Pirates, yes, are still a bad team, but they're not as horrid as they've been in years past. And the Dodgers relatively have been struggling on the road, but as we know, they're the best home team in baseball. They've just been an absolute beast at Dodger Stadium, sporting a record of 10-2. and two. Recently for the Phillies, they were up at Seattle. They took two out of three against the Mariners. So the Phillies get a nice little uh, momentum boost themselves. But looking at this pitching matchup, you actually get pretty two, you know, two even keel pitchers here. Not one really differentiates from the other that much. I mean, Zach Wheeler record-wise hasn't been great, but his underlying stats aren't brutal by any means. He's 1-3, 4.10 ERA, 1.25 whip, 3.09 FIP, and we talked about Sierra's skill interactive ERA with Paul Sporer last night. He's got a 3.80 Sierra. A little bit high on his BABIP, batting average of balls in play, 315. League average is 300, but again, not too concerning. Left on base percentage is at 69%. League average is 72%. So look, again, the stats, there aren't anything that really kind of swayed you away from backing Zach Wheeler here, aside from the fact that, well, the Dodgers have been great at home, and it's the Dodgers. But also, Wheeler in five career starts against the Dodgers is 2-2 two and two with a 4.66 ERA. Now, he has had two outings that have been pretty brutal for him. So he gave up four earned runs against Milwaukee at home, and then the one road outing that he had was at Miami where he surrendered seven earned runs. So he is capable of having really bad outings, and in the one road game we've seen, of course, it didn't go according to plan for him. And this is his first return since being on the COVID list, so he's off it. Maybe a tough first outing going on the road against the Dodgers. But we got to see who the Dodgers are throwing out there. It's going to be a southpaw, Tyler Anderson. 3-0, 2.78 ERA, solid FIP, 3.26. Great whip, 0.97, solid Sierra, 3.30. He's been even more spectacular at home, where he's got a 2.23 FIP, a 2-flat ERA, and a weighted on-base average, meaning the on-base average for the opponents, right? 220. So really, really good out of Anderson. Now, Anderson's 2-1 and one against the Phillies in four lifetime starts. He's got a 3.13 ERA, but he hasn't faced them since 2018. So, of course, a lot of things have changed since then. Batting splits, nothing separates too much. I mean, the Dodgers are hitting a lot better against righties as opposed to southpaws. 746 OPS against lefties. They're hitting 650 OPS. Now, for the Phillies, well, they're hitting slightly worse against southpaws, which they'll be facing one tonight. They got a 714 OPS. They're hitting 733 against righties. Now, what also may give you a little bit of confidence in the Dodgers tonight is how great their bullpen has been. They have the fourth-best bullpen ERA, 2.94, and number one in bullpen whip at 0.95. 
little bit different story for the Phillies. They got a bullpen ERA of 4.11 and a whip of 1.32. So even if Wheeler does go out there and have a respectable start, you still got to have confidence in this Phillies bullpen, which I certainly don't. And I definitely have a lot more confidence in the Dodgers wanting to get a win after embarrassing themselves against the lowly Pirates, coming back to where they're comfortable, putting out a pitcher who's been really successful as of this point. So I laid minus 139 with the Dodgers. And I get it. A lot of times you don't want to lay this much, but let's be honest for a second. I mean, with this Dodgers team and just in this specific situation, I feel like you're getting a fairly solid price compared to what they typically are. So I'll lay minus 139 with Los Angeles tonight for our baseball play. But aside from our official baseball play, I really quick wanted to tease one other game. We briefly talked about it with Will Hill, but I think this one's a fascinating matchup with the White Sox and the Yankees tonight because the White Sox are throwing their ace out there, Dylan Cease, who, as we know, has been really great so far. He's got a 3-1 record, 2.38 ERA, and a 1.98 FIP. The dude has been tough as nails to get past so far this year. He has struggled against the Yankees in two career starts. He's got a 7.71 ERA. If you're looking at a prop for him, over seven and a half strikeouts, he's gone over it in five out of six games thus far. The Yankees, 15th in Major League Baseball in strikeout percentage. They average about 8.4 per game. It's tough to fade the Yankees right now, and it's tough to trust the White Sox despite them having their ace, and the Yankees thrown out a guy who hasn't started a game in the majors since last year. Heck, he was even struggling in AAA a little bit for Gill. So I don't really trust him. I don't trust the White Sox bullpen, and the White Sox offense has struggled a tad bit. But hey, if there's a game they can capture in the series, you got to think it's this one. But again, I'm not looking to lay over about minus 150 with the White Sox for the full game, even though they got an unexpected day off yesterday. Bullpen got some rest. The Yankees offense has come alive later in the games. So if you're looking for any route to take here, I think you should approach the White Sox in the first five. They're making you pay a pretty penny on the money line like minus 150 because then you have the potential to push and get your money back. But you can also just do the White Sox minus a half, meaning the team to lead after the first five innings is what they call it at Bet Rivers. And there you have a way more appropriate price. You could search around and some are a lot different than others. But if you do want to get involved in that game, I think that may be your best way to do so. Trusting the White Sox in the first five with their ace, with an unknown commodity in the Yankees starting pitcher, and a team in New York that can come alive later in games and expose this bad White Sox bullpen. All in all, what I'm saying, White Sox first five if you want to play it. I'm not because I don't trust the White Sox bats quite enough, but otherwise, that's what I would do. I would go with the White Sox first five. But like we said, our official play in baseball, we are going to be rolling in that other spot with the Dodgers on the money line minus 139 but we not only had a play in baseball we had two others at the beginning of the show that we discussed one in basketball and one throughout the stanley cup postseason let me recap that really quick in basketball we are focusing in on that phoenix suns dallas mavericks game and in that matchup we're going in with one prop here deandre ayton jalen brunson who can score more points between the two You'd probably think Jalen Brunson is the right option, and I would tend to agree with you. Minus 130 is the price for this. I kind of thought it'd be a little bit steeper. So I'm going to go ahead and lay that price with Brunson, a guy who has thrived on his home floor, especially in this postseason where he's averaging about 23 points per game in the two games he's been involved with. 
Also, Brunson has outscored Aiton in three out of five games this series, and they've all been the last three consecutive games. Now, Aiton hasn't been bad by any means. He's averaging 17 points per game himself this series, but on the road, he's only putting up 15 per contest. Like we said, Brunson getting about 23 at home. At 28 and then 18 in the two home games. So I'm going to lay the minus 130 to bank on Brunson being more of an offensive factor once again at home as opposed to DeAndre Ayton. So give me Brunson in that bet, minus 130. And then our other play in hockey, we're skipping over the Lightning and Maple Leafs game, although Will Hill and Josh Applebaum like Tampa Bay in that trend where they're 16-0 and after a playoff loss. I'm focusing in on the Minnesota Wild on the road against the St. Louis Blues. The total's at six and a half. Earlier in the day, I bought it down to six at minus 130. I think you have a great chance of seeing a lot of scoring in this game once again, considering there have already been four empty net goals in five games. The teams have scored a tremendous amount in the first period. They've gone over one and a half first period goals in each of the games. So I'm thinking we're going to see that once again with two prolific offenses. So I bought down, like I said, to six at minus 130. The odds have shifted since then but I don't hate going over six and a half as well and if you don't want to lay the juice understood but I'm willing to pay a little bit more for that security so that's the one play I got in hockey tonight wild blues over six Brunson to score more points in DeAndre Ayton and the Dodgers money line for our plays aka Danny's dimes thank you for tuning in to another edition of rush hour ladies and gentlemen best of luck with whatever you are playing tonight all across the board we'll be back tomorrow with plenty more postseason coverage here on Beeson the sports betting network take care Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.